Will you do it again? What did I do? Like knocked the microphone. Oh, I think I just locked my phone. Wait, do it again. No, no. Oh, wait, but do that closer to the mic. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Wait, really? Oh, my God. Wait, let me let me turn up the volume. Yes, turn it up. (gasps) Again. Oh, my God. Okay, last (laughs) time, bitch. (gasps) Oh, my God. I'm goosebumps. Mystic balls. Mystic balls. Mystic balls. Mystic balls. Mystic balls. Mystic balls. Hi, Nicole. Hey, Cheyenne. Cheers. Cheers, mom. <laughs> for the money. Cheers, mom. Thanks for the money. Um, I'm so horrified by how easily I was convinced to drink a glass of wine at 3 p.m. Whatever. It's a Sunday. Chillax, <laughs> girl. It's giving me like deep quarantine. Vibes when I would just like drink a glass of wine at like noon in the tub. (laughs) It's like nothing mattered. (laughs) I kind of miss deep quarantine days. Like, do you remember? I was just like, okay, no, listen. I was like, this is the apocalypse. Like, to be living at the end, I mean, what are the odds of that? You know what I mean? Kind of special. It was kind of, I mean, it definitely like fueled my like main character (laughs) energy. Like I was journaling so much because I was like, oh my God, like for the records, like historians will need my journal. No, they will. You're going to be like Anne Frank. Frank. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like me talking about how like I smoked a blunt at 7 a.m. and like watched Love Island all day. (laughs) I loved seeing you at Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, that was so fun. Oh, yeah, I, I came to like a very like introspective moment when I saw you and we went out. Um, I don't think I like going out. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with me? Because <laughs> we like were out because like I never go out. But since my all my friends were in town, I was like, tis the damn season. Let's yeah. paint the town red. And um I hated it, love. I hated it. No, being with, you, being with you was so fun, but, like, we go to a bar, okay? Yeah. It's packed. It was Shoulder packed. to shoulder. I can't hear anyone talk because they're blasting fucking, like, Lizzo. And <laughs> to top it all off, like, there's no dancing. Like, if I can't talk to you and I can't dance and I have to wait for 20 minutes to get uh tequila soda with a splash of lemonade then what am i doing (laughs) the no dancing was especially brutal i feel like that was what we were going out to do it was like i was was going to shake my ass in multiple establishments and we did we stood in multiple establishments i shook my shoulders i did a little (laughs) shimmy yeah i don't know why i keep trying to go out because every time i go out i'm like oh i want to go in want to go back in like the exactly the most fun i had was when we were like drunk on the train oh taking, yeah like going downtown um and like making tiktoks groundbreaking tiktoks if you ask me <laughs> we should have just stayed on the train dude <laughs> we should have just been like <laughs> another lap <laughs> so i mean it was just so crowded everyone was home for the holidays ready to like bang their you know sophomore year ex and whatnot so it was just the vibes were weren't great did you bang your sophomore year ex (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) i didn't have i i don't think i even kissed a boy sophomore year of high school i mean yeah samesies but like you know just let it ask i don't know i just felt like you were like yeah did i forget to tell you that (laughs) 
No, I just thought that that was like a, maybe a universal experience, but I guess I not for it, either it, of us. Yeah, I know. Well, we really missed out on that universal experience. It sounds really nice. Sorry, I was playing Zip Zap Zop in the theater <laughs> room. Like I was busy building my empire. Yeah. What else is going on? We can be basic and talk about our Spotify rap. Yeah, let's talk about our Spotify rap. I have a fucking bone to pick, okay? That's what we're here for, Nicole. Go ahead. (laughs) Do I have the floor? You have the floor. Listen. We need a petty pullover really quick. I really... I don't know if y'all know this, okay? I'm a really big Swifty. And I really pride myself on listening to Taylor Swift basically on a loop beat, like, out of the sheer joy that she brings me. I was only, okay, last year I was in the top 0.1% of Taylor Swift listeners, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Mm-hmm. This year I was 0.5. Whatever, you know, badge of honor, I'll take it. I saw a person that was in like the 0.001% and she listened to a song for like 3,000 minutes. And I did the math and that means she listened to it like for like two days straight like it was just crazy that's mental illness vibes well i'm absolutely positive that you just had it on a loop while she like slept or something because you really think she was gaming spotify wrapped like that so that she could show (laughs) people that she was that much of a taylor swift fan that is real mental illness (laughs) okay okay you're right points were made points were made Maybe she just like photoshopped it, which that was all literally no matter how you look at it, any of the scenarios, it's mental illness. It is and it's cause for alarm. Wait, these Spotify raps are literally like exploiting people's mental illness. <laughs> it's Dude. like you literally listen to Phoebe Bridgers and Taylor Swift and like I can't even think of another like depressing artist. Uh <laughs> Congrats. Humble brag. <laughs> I'm like, who else? You're I don't, like, I don't like- even know. I'm just like, not that depressed. Um, yeah, my Spotify wrapped literally. And the way that they like had like some Gen Z bot write it was so <laughs> uncomfortable. It was like, yas, queen. Like your vibe was wistful and yearning. Oh my god. And then it was like this lived in your head rent free and it's literally like the saddest oldest Lana Del Rey song that I like listened to and cried on repeat for like the entire fucking year. I felt really attacked to be honest with you. I have like Spotify rap. Kind of a conspiracy theory that I haven't heard, but like everyone's always talking everyone was talking about the whack language of the Spotify wrapped and also like the super whack graphics and they're like hey Spotify you're a million dollar company like maybe get a better graphic designer Mm -hmm. I think they purposefully made it like that to like get people to talk about it right because there's no way I don't know I don't know I just feel like there had to be some focus groups where they were like pick your favorite line out of the three yas queen this song lived in your head <laughs> free like there's no way that got past it's a focus shit. group 
Well, everyone else was giving Swifty. (laughs) Well, everyone else was perfecting their skincare. You were too busy streaming this song. Like, what does that mean? Oh my god, I forgot about. Wait, I'm literally trying to find what they said. Yeah, no, there was the skincare line, which I really did not like. Oh, they referenced NFTs. Oh yeah, you deserve a playlist as long as your skincare routine. So, like a song. Yeah, like, wait, what does that even mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Why They literally assume that their entire base mm-hmm. has a long-ass skincare routine. They don't realize that probably... This isn't the Goop customer, like, <laughs> roster. This is fucking Spotify. People are listening to, like, Bounce Back and um, Plain Jane and probably wash their face with two-in-one body wash insane oh they they referenced like bones day no bones day like that fucking dog yeah um while everyone was trying to figure out nfts you were streaming this song you're like you're an idiot have we told you that lately yeah it's like you seem like you don't know what the fuck an nft (laughs) is which i mean also you were listening (laughs) to eight hours of ambient noise because you're an insomniac (laughs) It was horrifying. Um, one podcast lived in your head rent free all your life. Oh, while we're shitting on Spotify rap, though, we probably should like plug ourselves. But thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If we were on your Spotify wrapped and you sent it to us, we cried. We want to kiss you. It was so uh, sweet. And if you didn't, that's okay. Um, just do better next year better luck next time also that being said i keep meaning to say this at the beginning of every episode but now that we're like 10 minutes in i guess i'll just say it now but if you guys like us um you can rate us on apple Podcasts. yeah five stars would be preferable but whatever you want whatever you think we deserve we are literally at your whim (laughs) don't do well i don't know i guess controversy is pretty cool someone if you guys want to give us less than five stars that's fine too no i just won't look at it because i'll cry no yeah like literally we're so fragile right now so yeah that was my i don't know my spotify wrapped was like it's been the same for like five years like i i just don't change it up i guess I'm really, um, well, I mean, when people start producing better music than Taylor Swift, then, <laughs> although I will say Olivia Rodrigo showed the fuck up. I, I do think I listened to Sour on repeat for like 10 days. So. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Olivia Rodrigo, did you hear Joshua Bassett's new songs? No, I heard it's bad. Oh my god, they're so bad, dude. Like, the songs are fine, but, like, the context is just, like, he's, like, literally, dude, I don't know why you're mad at me. I'm sad, too, and you're fucking crazy. Like, all, like, he just shits on her. Yeah. I, speaking- His falsetto is beautiful, though, I will say. Props where it's due. (laughs) Since we're airing out some conspiracy theories, um- I fully think that him and Olivia Rodrigo like are like in an agreement to like just write this music about each other. Like it's I would not know who the fuck Joshua Bassett was if it wasn't for her. You wouldn't know who Joshua Bassett was because you didn't watch High School Musical, the musical, the series. Don't out me like that. (laughs) I'm just saying, don't you agree? Like this is mutually beneficial and like it's it sucks for him that she is such an incredible songwriter to where she Mm. did outshine him. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, like 
how many he's probably getting insane streams on his new songs and that's literally because of her he would be getting he would only be getting streams by people who watch freaking high school musical the musical the series or whatever it's called yeah don't you agree? i mean i think that streams are different than getting praise for your songs and so far people are like not really fans just because it's so on the nose i mean olivia rodrigo wrote an album of like sad breakup songs talking about her feelings and they're pretty i mean when you break it down it is like indiscernible who it's about right i mean people like narrowed it down to joshua bassett but ultimately could be anyone but like he just he was like the shoe fits so i'm gonna write three songs about you and they're obviously about her oh really she is like a sad teenage girl and all she knows is like getting her first period and like having her heart broken <laughs> all teenage girls do is get their period and have their hearts broken i mean it's kind of true <laughs> so so like i think she's right and like her songs were fucking beautiful his songs were obviously such a like marketing ploy he has that one line that's like my label told me not to waste a crisis which like what <laughs> boy that is not as meta as you think it is <laughs> And then he is, his next line is like, well, you didn't waste a crisis either because she wrote the album. But like, God, what was she supposed to write her album about then? Yeah, her period. Just, <laughs> literal period? <laughs> I would still listen. But period like, cramps? <laughs> Wait. The picture you sent me of Charlie Puth? <laughs> Wait, you sent it and you were like, ew. I thought it was kind of... You didn't no, think so? Nicole. What? Oh. I, Charlie Puth is my weak spot. And you what? know that. Yeah, I think I he's... I don't know that. I have not <laughs> known that. <laughs> that Wait, that I'm like, changes things for me, dude. I'm like a secret Charlie Puth stan. Like, I stan <gasps> him so hard. I know he's obnoxious, but I don't even care. Stop. It does something. Stop. He's little tidy whities <laughs> You are so brave for saying that <laughs> on this podcast. I will not be cutting this out. <laughs> You deserve whatever happens to you. Oh my god, no. Literally, the way he just, like, mansplains music to me. No. Oh my god, Nicole, I'm so... I'm so disturbed by this information. Are you embarrassed for me? No. I'm proud. Like I said, I'm proud. I think it's really brave of you to come out here and say that. Thank you. I... Yeah, that picture you sent of him, I fully could not figure out if that was his penis or his ball okay wait let me look at it i even I recruited a man to look at it okay what they say one said ball one said penis okay that looks like i mean if it is his penis it's small it's small and quite girthy like, you couldn't give himself, like, a half chub before he took that pick. Small and girthy. So a chode. <laughs> so he has a chode. You heard it your first, folks. That's Charlie right Puth up his has alley. a chode. That is so up his alley. Okay, wait. Look at this. You don't stand this. <laughs> Can you believe he's 32? That's crazy. Oh, that's, he's 30? Yeah. Isn't that wild? He looks like he's He looks like he's 18. 14. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, too. And I was like, wait, but I. But you just said, <laughs> No, he does look like he's like 21, maybe. 
He acts like it too. Should I read you some of his tweets? Yeah. Let me just see if let me see if a couple good ones pop up. Oh my god. He tweeted, Why do I keep singing? I wanna fuck you slow with the lights on. Hmm. Did you like that, Nicole? When he tweeted that? No, I didn't. But I did like this tweet. He goes, edging is fun, yeah? Question mark. (laughs) Okay, that's like kind of funny. It's kind of funny. But also, I don't think he meant that to be funny. He probably meant that to be a literal like thirst. Thirst tweet? Tweet, yeah. You know, Charlie Puth edges himself like fucking no one's business. (laughs) Himself just all day. (laughs) All his edges. So he probably gets the creative juices flowing. You gotta retain. You have to retain your. What did they? What did they say? You have to like retain your. um, Your like sexual energy. Yeah, your energy. Your energy. Oh my god! Maybe that's why it looked like that in the picture you sent me. Yeah, it looked looked so. It looked tired. It literally does not want to be attached to that man's body anymore. Wow. <laughs> that is so brutal to say about someone's penis. Sorry, you really like you really opened up a can of worms with the Charlie Poot thing. I'm just like Yeah. I'm we so really horrified by him. Learn something new about each other every day. Yeah, we really do. And that's beautiful. And I think that's, that's so beautiful. beautiful. Um, last thing on the celebrity front, and then we should talk about the vampire diaries sure um tristan is up to his his old tricks um elaborate is this a kardashian thing tristan thompson okay okay cheated he on Chloe. okay he cheated <laughs> yeah okay um i don't even know if that it's like he's up to his old tricks or that he's just like maintaining his usual assortment of tricks you know what mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> i think he's just like maintaining them he's like oh I've been, i'm due for another another cheating. pregnancy <laughs> yeah cheating. He gets an alarm on his phone. Oh, shit. I, like, got a, I got a cheating in, in 15 minutes, you guys. I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. So sorry. He got his personal trainer pregnant. She's very far along. Damn. Um, and she's suing him for child support. Damn. And not only does he not respect Chloe, but he must actively hate her. To continue to humiliate her like this. I mean, listen. Listen, listen, listen. He's in the wrong 100%. What a fucking noob. But, like, I have no tolerance for someone that goes back to someone that cheated on them. Like, girl, you just, you're, you know this is going to happen again. Save yourself. What are you doing? That's true. I know it's hard because they like have a kid, but also so harder to like. Yeah, I mean, she has a fleet of nannies. It's not like he provides anything for her. (laughs) Really good point. I've actually seen the fleet of nannies in question, also, so I can confirm that there is indeed a fleet. (laughs) Um, and they all wear like matching little scrubs. Oh my god, are you okay? (laughs) okay? No, sorry, Nicole, stay with me. Um. I mean, yeah, obviously, did she, is she a dumb idiot for staying with him? Probs. At the same time, though, to be, that fact that he continues to literally publicly humiliate <laughs> the mother of his child. Yeah. Is just so beyond. Like, it's tough. yeah, she's kind of maybe naive for staying with him, whatever. But that being said, like, if you're going to be like an insane, monstrous cheater asshole of a man, be smarter. 
literally be smarter. Get ahead of this lawsuit that this trainer is coming at you with. Like, just pay the child support. You have the money. Like, I don't understand why he's allowing this to even get to the public front unless, are you thinking what? Oh, my conspiracy. Conspiracy. You can have a little conspiracy moment. Who works harder than the devil himself? None other than Chris fucking Chrissy Jenner. Jenner. I mean, listen, all of this is literally for publicity. Let's not forget that this is all happening in the wake of the absolute tragedy that happened at Travis Fest or fucking whatever. Travis Fest. Astro World. Astro World. Travis. <laughs> Yes. That but like was... the fact that Kim is dating uh Pete now, which is like so fucking random and almost definitely fucking fake. Yeah. Like he was he's wearing like her new sweatsuit line. I mean, like, come on, people. Yeah. Let's not be dumb idiots about this. That's really good advice. And now he has this like hella pregnant woman that I'm sure he was keeping under wraps, and all of a sudden it's like big news. It's because they don't wanna yeah. Talk about how people literally died at the hands of Travis Scott at his at his festival. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think Chris really said release the Kraken. If you know what I mean, like <laughs> she did. She like has these things in her back pocket as like ammunition. It's fucking crazy it's and smart so, as fuck. It's so smart. It's so morbidly respectable, but it's also mm. repulsive. Totally. To immediately turn what was an absolute tragedy into just like a PR disaster. Like they're handling it the same way that they handled like Kanye's like mental health break or whatever. And that's one thing like, yeah, that was a fucking PR disaster. But also like no one died. Like no one innocent literally died in that event. Like Mm. to be that callous about it i mean i don't you know i've never met chris (laughs) so i don't know but i do agree that like it is it's so transparent and people are noticing and the fact that the media continues to just like feed into it and to like grab every little breadcrumb that she throws at them instead of like actually talking about the real stuff what really happened at astroworld and what i mean what is or is not being done to make it right by Travis Scott's family and by, as an extension, the Kardashian family is really gross. I mean, all jokes aside. No, it's really gross. But it's interesting Um, to watch too. Like it's interesting to see the way they are so, so smart in the way that they go about these things. Like they do always come out on top and partly because we let them. We do let them, and that's the confusing part, is, like, how is that a more interesting story? Not that the victims of what happened at Astroworld, like, are an interesting story, but, like, that's something newsworthy that people should know about. Yeah, and We can prevent it in the f- future. And I actually really don't care to see pictures of Kim and Pete in a car together, and she's, like, laughing. Like, I actually don't give a shit, believe it or no, not. No, it actually makes me sick to my stomach. Like, I genuinely, <laughs> Astral World aside, like, I could not care less. So, I don't know why, like, Snapchat News is picking that shit up. Yeah. Like, and he's wearing her sweatpants. Like, who fucking cares? Like, literally, she sent him a PR package. Like, yeah. they do not talk to each other. 
they it's no. a business arrangement like she sent him pr and he's wearing it because he's getting paid to wear it um, and she got her bbl reduced apparently yeah she allegedly said, she said bb bye she bye, said bye bye, bye bbl bye bye <laughs> um yeah she she did supposedly i don't know i think maybe it just deflated yeah, I know. People were like, it's so obvious. And I was like, is it? She, lo- she still looks fucking whack. <laughs> Maybe it, she does look better. He probably bit it too hard and deflated. Let some of the that air out. That would make sense. The that man is feral. Sense. No, he literally is. Like, I hope she's getting STD checked. Oh, my God, Nicole. What? <laughs> you called him feral. How was that? Yeah, hey, I didn't. That wasn't it. That was <laughs> that wasn't in like in regards to his sexual activity just like actually he literally looks like he's been released from the zoo (laughs) it was in regards to his appearance nicole which is equally below the belt so you're right that was a little bit two-faced to me like oh my god nicole if he's chlamydia chlamydia. we all get chlamydia sometimes i'm like he's a fucking uggo though in case you're wondering (laughs) (laughs) he does need to get rid of the bleached hair that's stds are where i draw the line (laughs) you can be mean about anything else yeah um yeah the bleached hair is not doing him any favors i'm so confused because sometimes i literally think that he's so hot and i'm like no i could change him like it's it's my turn like step aside kim and then others like this whole kim thing for me has completely shattered it like i'm i have actually never been over anyone quicker so it turns out that any ex of mine i just need them to date kim kardashian and i will Mm -hmm. immediately be moved on an easy ask it's a really easy ask and it's really simple and i think (laughs) that everyone should consider it yeah, and I'm sure they'd love to. If Kim is really a feminist, she'll do that for me. I mean, she would. Stop trying to get prisoners out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Start- Stop pursuing your law degree, Kim. <laughs> Start helping me get over exes. Thank you. Um, thank you. And on thank that you. note... Do you need to top off your wine before we start on the episode? No, oh my god, Nicole. It's <laughs> literally 4 p.m. So fucking what, dude? I'm gonna walk out of my room just like blitzed. <laughs> my roommate. And my roommates and I are having like a I wish you were here. We're baking cookies and like watching a Christmas movie, and I'm gonna be like twerking on the wall. <laughs> Wait, stop. <laughs> um, I think I'm okay. Maybe I'll just get a little bit. Get a little bit more. What the fuck? <laughs> just we're being crazy okay i'm back i got some okay. wine sweet what's the name of this up katarina 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 oh my god that was so loud i'm sorry <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. um <laughs> it's katarina this is a pretty Catherine heavy episode oh this is like a really random fucking episode <laughs> i know like we just learned a lot about like vampires and also mystic falls is not hosting like a grandiose event this episode sorry guys everyone just literally turned us off (laughs) um fuck this episode was not plot driven whatsoever i felt like i was watching it was like a backstory it was like a I don't know. There's just it was pretty information heavy. So I hope everyone yeah. has a pen. <laughs> yeah, is everyone writing this down? Because I'm fully relying on Cheyenne to explain the majority of this to me. <laughs> it's very it's very silly, but I love the flashbacks. I think they're always so fun, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. now. Like when we go when they do the flashbacks into like 
1864 or whatever it we always have to then like do a psa about how like they're literally ignoring slavery and Mm -hmm. so it kind of takes the fun out of the flashback and now we're going to 1490 we're like i don't have to do that and that's super fun for us it is super fun unless they had slaves in bulgaria which i don't know maybe they did but that's just like not my business so i'm not gonna not not my fucking business yeah okay we We start off with flashback in bulgaria which fun fact nina dobrev is actually bulgarian actually yes and does speak bulgarian oh my god wait that's so fucking cool isn't that so sweet that is because i she does speak some bulgarian in the episode and i was like wow did she have to learn this but i guess maybe off eastern european queen yeah um yes it shows catherine or katarina um giving birth which i I'm still a feminist, but I'm going to say I don't think I don't like watching birth. I don't either. It grosses me out. Fucking gross. Keep like, it to yourself. You literally keep it to yourself. Congrats. Please, <laughs> respectfully, keep it to yourself. I do not want to no, see it. No, dude. It's so primitive. So like animalistic. The way women give birth. So much power to them. I do not think I could do it. <gasps> the other day I had a dream. I had a dream I was pregnant. No. Uh, you mean a nightmare? I had a literal nightmare I was pregnant and I literally had like a panic attack in my dream because I was like, I can't give birth. Like I I can't do it. I cannot do it. I'm unable to do it. I'm so scared. Um so anyway, maybe I'll I'll talk to my therapist about that. Yeah, but. C-section that bitch. Did you tell your dream doctor that? Out. Oh my god, no, it was like some fucking midwife and there was like me and some who else was there? Yeah, and she was like, No, like you're gonna be just fine. And I was like, Do I get an epidural? And she's like, nah, honey. And I was like, What? <laughs> she said, Here's a Tylenol queen. Oh my god, you know how back in like the 50s they would do like um they would literally put you under. Yeah, give me that. Why? Why did we? Sorry. Why did we move past? Why? Why did we progress past that? Because it's unsafe and blah blah blah. Put women me want under. Women want like agency when they're giving. I don't give a fuck about agency. <laughs> I Take don't want the baby agency. out of my body. I'm really tired of talking about agency. <laughs> I don't want agency. I literally Lit- want to be told what to do, when to do it. Put me under if you mm-hmm. must. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in control of my life anymore yeah no i'm all I'm good I'm i've good. seen enough i've yeah, done enough i get it maybe i want a conservator <laughs> yeah i and does anyone want to be shine and i's conservator Is anyone because... looking to adopt two sexy 24 year olds yeah um wow well, that's her- horrifying um well katarina was literally raw dogging birth here no epidural (sighs) your dream was very um it was a prophecy perhaps of this to this episode of our podcast in which we talk okay okay that was like i was like where is this going that is so scary (laughs) yeah she's giving birth to a baby girl Mm -hmm. um and the baby is immediately it's never even put in her arms they take it and her father immediately brings it out of the room 
um, which is really sad. And you're like, why? Like, she literally just pooped this baby out. Like, let her, yeah. let her She's hold like, I just want to hold God. it for one sec. Yeah, I mean, listen, like, women don't deserve agency, but, like, let her hold the baby. Like, that's rude. <laughs> let her hold the baby. My God. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I'm also, I'm so relieved to find that um, Catherine was still wearing liquid eyeliner during her live birth in 1490. And I was so worried. And and like literally, like why did they put like sparkly eyeshadow on her? Like guys, she's glowing (laughs) in 1490. (laughs) She is glowing though. Truly, 1490 looks good on her. (laughs) Dude, her her bosom be heaving in this episode. When she's running, I literally thought she was about to hit herself in the face with her own tit. Like I was ready for her to take an eye out. Oh my god! Um, I hope I get to do that someday. Run through the woods with my bosom just bosoming. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Maybe so when we go to the Renaissance Festival. Oh my god, we still need to do. Do they have them in December? You think? I'm gonna find something Renaissancey. Bring your Renaissance dress. Okay. Okay. Word. Well, they have the German market in Denver. <gasps> Not that that's oh Renaissancey at all. If we wore Renaissance dresses there, we would quite literally be bullied. I was there but a couple of years ago, and yeah, no, I kind of want to get dressed up for it. Would that be fucking crazy? Who gives a shit? We'll be like, I'm we're hella- actresses. Nicole, I'm so German, and my culture is not your costume, so I would really appreciate <laughs> okay. it. Okay, 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 word. So, moving on. That's that. She had a baby. Her dad took it away. That's literally the flashback. Um, we're back to 2012 or whatever. Um, <laughs> to our favorite year, 2012. Damon, um, and Stefan are like, Elena, yo, come over. They're like, babe, um, come through. Come through. Cruise. So she, she goes, <laughs> do you do remember men literally? Like I mean, God, I hope not anymore. I remember in college, like, I specifically remember receiving, I was like, gonna go hang out with this boy or whatever and i remember being really excited and then i specifically remember him texting me cruise and you were like oh. and i was i was like actually i'm feeling really tired tonight i'm gonna go <laughs> you're like i'm good and then you blocked his number <laughs> basically like what the fuck how disrespectful yeah. but yeah they basically That's- are like elena cruise through we're here with rose we're gonna collab yeah, so they Klaus do a little really collab. Dangerous. Yeah, they talk about Klaus and the way you know, that Rose says Klaus with her English accent really tickles my eardrums. She's Klaus. so beautiful. I honestly didn't listen to anything she said. I was just like, wow, you're so pretty the whole time. Babe, you're so sexy. <laughs> Don't stake yourself. You're so sexy. You're- <laughs> um,. But Rose is like, y'all got to stay away from Klaus. He's so dangerous. Um, Elena's like, whatever. I'm unstoppable. Yeah, Elena's like, everyone protects me always. And also, I'm skinny. So, see ya. So, I'm good. Um, She talks about how um, they basically are like, well, Elijah's dead. We killed them. Which, if you recall, they did not. He unstaked himself and is walking around freely. Um, but they're like, he's like, no one's going to know about Elena because Elijah's dead. And Rose is like, no, you don't understand. Like Klaus is literally relentless. Like he's Mr. Worldwide. He's everywhere. Like he's been <laughs> he's chasing Mr. me. Worldwide. <laughs> he is so Mr. Worldwide. He literally is. 
um, Mr. 305. Yeah. But yeah, Elena literally doesn't give a fuck. And she's like, anyways, I have to go to high school, which was this at 6 a.m.? Dude, I don't know. High school, high school starts so at like whack. 7.30. Um, yeah. And then Stefan's like, oh my God, let me walk you to class. And Elena looks him dead in the fucking face and goes, that's okay. I know where it is. Uh, heartless bitch. Girl, you just found out that people are literally like trying to hunt and kill you. I'm sorry. I'd be accepting literally any protection I could get. Um, She wants to prove that she's, you know... Just a normal girl. Yeah, she's a normal girl. Um, Okay, so everyone's going to high school. Um, (laughs) The bitches are going to high school. The way that Bonnie gets out of her car and immediately drops every single thing in her hands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's actually so funny. Yeah, and then Jeremy, I don't remember if he's in the car with her, if he just is like walking behind her, like starts laughing and then like helps her pick up all her books and whatnot. They're like walking together and um, he's like, oh, by the way, do you want to meet me at the grill? Like we could shoot some pool. And she's like, you're Elena's brother. He's like, she's like, that'd yeah, be okay. so weird. Right. Right. It'd be weird. Right. And Jeremy's like, I don't know, like whatever, like let's hang out. And she was like, oh my God. Okay. She gave in real easy. I literally hate them. They make me sick. They're um, this shows Kim K and Pete Davidson kinda kinda and not just because kim k thinks that she's a black woman she does though but she's armenian not that that means that she's black that's just designer she's not white (laughs) is it yes oh shit um anyways so (laughs) designer white it is designer white um, um but they're talking there's like the breath acting in the scene is so funny all they do is just like exhale in front of each other mm-hmm. um and there's are some like, vibes uh, okay see you at the grill and then um, this this man luca this boy this high school student luca shows up and he's like hey um where's the front office and like sorry how dumb are you that you can't find a high school front office it's through the front doors yeah it's called the front office it's in the front Luca. It's in the front idiot um but jeremy is like oh you know it's like right over here and he's like hey i'm jeremy you must be new this is bonnie he introduces bonnie which i thought was kind of weird i was like she can introduce herself fucking weirdo but i think whatever. that's like fairly standard you think? I mean, I, I guess. Okay. But also, yeah, you're right. Fuck Jeremy. <laughs> you're like, wait. <laughs> she can Jeremy. speak, Jeremy. Yeah, let women speak. That's Ooh, all I have to say. He was silencing women. He was literally silencing her. Then then he just like pays a little too much attention to Bonnie, Luca, that is. And oh, he's like, he wants oh. to shmang her on the spot. Are you Yeah, he was me? like, damn, Bonnie, you're looking fine as fuck. He yeah. didn't say that, he but said he said that eyes. with his eyes. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, yeah, it's all very strange. And then later, I mean, later Bonnie shows up to go to the grill to see Jeremy and do God knows what, shoot some pool with his lame ass. Shoot some pool. Shoot some pool. I actually, by accident, did shoot pool the other day. I forgot to tell you. Oh, my God. What? And That's, I like, mean, not feminist. Yeah, I know. It's, it was like, actually, literally a hate crime. It's literally a hate crime against women that I did that. Um, it was on accident, like I said. I 
this bar that we like do trivia at on Wednesday. Sure, nights, sure. We went and the bar is like very disorganized. Like everyone there acts like they just got hired off the street. <laughs> it's like kind of charming and like part of the whole vibe, but they just like forgot to post on their Instagram or whatever that they're not having trivia that night. Mm-hmm. And it's also like a pool bar. Or of course yeah. it is. Like sure. A, is pool you hall? Pool bar? Pool room? Pool hall. Pool. It's the pool. It's the pool. You guys are um, at the pool. There's pool tables. I don't know. Oh, billiards. It's a billiards. Aha. <laughs> We're fucking dumb. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. And so everyone was like, oh, like we just shoot some pool. And that's how I got there. Oh, and boy. Did the only thing do... I was good at was just using the little chalk thing on the pool. I could like Ew. set it up. I love to roll that little triangle thing. Oh yeah, that's some ASMR out. shit. Yeah, oh, roll out the shit. pool table. <laughs> I could roll out the pool table all fucking day. No, I'd love, I, to, I'd love to be kissed on a pool table. I don't want to play pool. Sure, like like you know, lift me up on a pool table and you know, and roll out my s- back. <laughs> yeah, roll out my back on those things, man. That feels so good. But, like, the second, like, oh, my God, I'm getting anxiety right now thinking about if I had to shoot a pool ball. Like, I don't even know the terminology, first of all. What you're feeling right now is probably a tenth (laughs) of what I felt in the moment. I'm like, trust me, I almost had a panic attack. I would have been sweating. I would have been, I don't know how to do it. And then you have to play it off so much, too. You have to be like, oh, my God, like, whatever. Like, I don't know how. Like, hee hee. But, like, women aren't taught how to play pool. It was the performance of my life. It was actually the performance of my life. Oh, my God. Trying to be, like, zany and funny about how fucking bad I was. Oh, my God. Pool. But wasn't wasn't everyone bad or no? No, we were with men. Oh, no. I love when we... If it's we like weren't a- with men, we would not... We would have okay, left and good gone point, to a different good point. bar or, like, gotten our nails done or something. Something <laughs> fun. We would have done something actually fun. I'll go on your periods. <laughs> we would have just- we would have all bought tampons, okay? <laughs> and that ice girls cream. <laughs> we would have eaten chocolates and cried and braided each other's hair. Like the dumb, <laughs> See, that sounds the really dumb nice. little women that we are. No, that sounds fucking amazing. Are you kidding me? No, literally nothing is more like of a like intense masculine energy than being at a crowded bar and some dudes playing pool and he tells you to get out of the way so he can make his shot. You don't own the bar, sir. Sorry, you need to be four feet away from... I'll I'll kick you in the balls, idiot. I I can have a baby if I want. (laughs) I'll have my period on you, dude. (laughs) I'm going to get my period out of spite. (laughs) And then I'm going to have a baby. (laughs) All right? Call that the divine feminine. Uh, Yeah, literally. I'm God, you bitch. (laughs) Anyways, I'm sweating thinking about pool. But, no, I'm um, literally sweating. Okay. <laughs> we got too so, worked up about that. Anyway, they're playing pool. Well, she shows up to meet Jeremy. To play and pool. To play pool or whatever. And, At like, the Mystic Grill. And like which, breathe on each other. It's a been a minute. Mystic Grill. I hope they got some mozzarella sticks or Dude, something. the things I would do to get absolutely hammered in the Mystic Grill. Yeah, because they just be serving minors left and right. They don't give a fuck about their liquor license. Liquor license removed. But um, yeah, she shows up and Jeremy's not there yet, but she sees Luca and his dad Jonas. 
Um, and they're like, oh, hi, how's it going? And she's like, hi, how's your first day? Blah, blah. They're like, come sit with us. And she's like, okay, Jeremy's not here. So I'll sit with you. Um, Jonas immediately asks if Bonnie has any family in Salem, which racial profiling. <laughs> Low key. He's like, listen, I know that everyone black in the show has, has some witch shit going on. So I'm going to get it off the right out on the table yeah she was like bonnie bennett and he's like i know a bennett like okay i know a lot of bennett's too yeah he is just totally assuming things about her he's right of course i mean of course obviously because she, of course she's from salem she's a witch yeah um but yeah she feels pretty weird about it and then jeremy is kind of like saved by the bell jeremy is like oh hey what's up and she's like oh nice to meet you she gets up and touches Luca's shoulder, which like flirting in front of your other man's icon. She, yeah, she was just like, okay, bye. And then, yeah, patted his shoulder and got some weird vibes from Luca. She got a feeling. Got um, a vibe. Later, he approaches her and says, like he's like i'm sorry my dad was prying about like your family that was pretty weird um we just like wanted you to know that we are are also magical question mark and he does this like he makes salt float in the air and she's like oh my god and he's like yeah she's like are you a witch too and he's like actually i'm a fucking warlock like it's a gendered term yeah whoa he's like yeah technically but we prefer the term warlock which i love that i I need to find me a warlock a warlock honestly which sounds way cooler i don't know why they would stray away from that i know it's kind of weird or wizard perhaps wizard yeah what the fuck is a warlock it sounds lesser than um yeah he says he's a warlock and so is his dad and they're just like trying to fit in blah 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 and then her and him are talking for a while and jeremy's like watching them from afar and like feeling jealous and whatnot elena is brewing up a little plan Mm -hmm. because she just has to take matters into her own tiny little hands and she wants to figure out if what rose said about klaus is true and if klaus is actually trying to like hunt elena because she's the doppelganger. Mm-hmm. Um, so she decides she's going to talk to Catherine, who is literally rotting away in the tomb underneath the forest or something. I don't know. The, um, the Lockwood property? It's like randomly on their property, right? Yeah, they got a lot of property. Dude, they have hella property. Yeah, but it's just like randomly in the woods. They do be landowning. <laughs> Which is actually kind of nice that Catherine's just there for their disposal, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's helpful. Elena needs help, obviously, because she's just a mere mortal. So she asks Caroline to help her. Um, and she's like, literally, don't tell Stefan where I am um you need to keep him keep him in the dark about all this so they go to the tomb and caroline open like rolls away the the stone i've said it before it's all very biblical and like Catherine kind of is jesus in this she is literally christ (laughs) she is the christ child (laughs) um and happy holidays to everyone by the way 
Oh my god, happy holidays <laughs> and happy new year, you guys. Happy Hanukkah. Also. Happy Hanukkah. Happy it Hanukkah. It is currently Hanukkah. That's correct. How do you know that? Because I went to a Shabbat um, on Friday. Oh my god, uh, look at you. That's so I lovely. I am so multicultural. <laughs> I love all cultures. <laughs> it's like very Trisha Paytas of me. Sorry. <laughs> um, but Catherine looks rough. To she say looks- the least, she's been desiccating in the tomb. She has been desiccating, but if you ask me, it looks like she's been on a fucking bender of her life. Like, she looks unwell. She looks like Kesha. <laughs> she literally looks like Kesha. <laughs> she's literally oh, about no. to sing Your Love Is My Drug. Like, she the whole thing, like, her makeup is smeared. Like, her hair is, like, so messy. Yeah. She's incredibly, like, hunched wayfish. over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She looks like she's literally been on like some sort of coke bender. But um, Caroline leaves and Catherine is like trapped by some sort of spell. So Elena and her are standing in the doorway talking. Um, and Elena's like, I'm here to talk about Klaus. And Catherine's like, I don't really give a fuck. I'm rotting. Like, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. So Elena's like pouring her little dribbles of blood and like pushing them into the cave for her to drink. To, like, yeah, she's like, her. looky, looky, I brought you something to drink. Yeah, tell me about a little treat. Tell me about Klaus. She also brought like a weird book of Catherine's heritage, which was like really thoughtful. I thought personally. I don't know. I feel like if I was Catherine, I would just want like a pack of Oreos or something. I'd be like, I don't really give a fuck about my genealogy. Bring me some Swedish. Fish. Okay, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Um, or like at least like Candy Crush, like on an iPad or something. Yeah, I'd be I like, could probably I spend TikToks. <laughs> I could probably spend like twenty years desiccating in a cave if I had Candy Crush. True. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so Catherine decides to start talking now that she's being like fed blood. So she says that in fourteen ninety two. Um, when Columbus sailed the ocean blue, if you recall. <laughs> <laughs> That she was absolutely wenching it up, getting pregnant out of wedlock. Like, my girl was fucking. She was fucking Fucking hard. And that bosom was was. bosoming, let me tell you. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) facts. Like, what are you supposed to do when your bosom is bosoming? Like, you fuck. Yeah, and if you you get pregnant out of wedlock. They didn't have IUDs back then, which is really something to think about. A lot of people don't know this, but in 1492, yeah. they actually did not have contraceptives. So, uh, wait, really? Don't yeah. None at all? No, like none. No. Yeah, Dude. like they didn't have the pill. Wait, no, but I'm serious. Like, didn't they have like makeshift condoms or no? Like, nothing. Oh, um, I thought we were doing a bit. I. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I don't know about Europe, but I know like. At least in like Egypt or whatever, didn't they use like lambskin condoms? Perhaps. Plus, I knew they had like weird like brews and such with like plants that would cause like miscarriage slash abortions. Yeah, I mean, Um, it's either gonna kill you or it's gonna kill the baby. I think is what what (laughs) that was. They're willing to fucking take. (laughs) You're like, "Mm -mm -mm, let me drink that shit up. (laughs) Delicious. 
don't don't even start okay so so anyway yeah she's like okay so the year's 1492 daddy kicked me out of the house because i was a whore she was a teen mom she was a teen mom so she started traveling england and she does like a little cheeky accent low-key new life goal is to be kicked out of bulgaria for like fugging fugging <laughs> she was fugging so hard she got kicked out of bulgaria so then she goes to england and keeps on fugging because she, she needs to be fugging so um, she goes to england yeah. she meets klaus um but then she finds out klaus has like dirty intentions because he just wants her for her genes basically or the fact that she's like part of the what's her last name so she has Petrova blood Petrova. and she's a she's a doppelganger. So because of that, she found out that basically he wanted to drain all the blood from her body, which mm-hmm. I think is really relatable. Like a lot of girls, like you meet a guy, you hit it off, like mm-hmm. we're talking and then you kind of realize that maybe he has the wrong intentions. Like he's not there for the right reasons, if you will. Sure. And he wants to drain all the blood from your body. And I feel like that's really relatable. And I like that they represented that in the show you know yeah i think it's really important i agree so then we had like a little flashback and katarina is running through the woods bosom heaving whole ass um, ball gown bosom it, heaving yeah whole ass hoop skirt people <laughs> and elijah um is like running after her with trevor well, wait, she's trying to hide from Elijah. Yes, she's trying to hide from okay. Elijah, who is wearing an absolutely immaculate wig. Love. He has, like, long curly hair instead of how we've seen him with the short hair in the show. But if you recall, Trevor is the one who initially helped Catherine escape, which is why Elijah ended up killing him in the last episode. He was, like, mm-hmm, Rose's BFF. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Catherine's running from Elijah. Trevor appears... And is like, I'm going to lead them in the wrong direction. And you need to run and go to this cottage mm-hmm. um, that's, like, pretty close. And she's like, okay, cool, 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 cool. Wait, no, first she was like, literally, I'm so tired. And he's like, you have to. <laughs> he's like, you're going to die. She's like, I'm actually, like, so tired of running. Which, like, same girl. But he's like, you gotta. So then she runs to this cottage. <laughs> um, she goes to this cottage. And Rose is there and lets her in and she's pissed because she's like, okay, Trevor literally let a fugitive into our home. So I'm just going to return you to Klaus and we're going to ask for forgiveness and then Klaus Mm -hmm. will not kill us. Makes sense. He sounds like a forgiving man. (laughs) He sounds really chill. So back in the present, Catherine is explaining to Elena that the reason why Klaus wanted her so bad was like we said, he wanted to drain her of her blood in order to break the vampire curse. And Mm -hmm. you need a doppelganger to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, AKA Elena. So that's interesting. Um, Elena's like, why do they even want to break the curse? Like, why do I have to die over this dumb curse? Like they already, the originals are already able to walk in the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, and Catherine says that basically whoever of the two like supernatural beings, vampires or werewolves break the curse 
first binds the other species to stay cursed forever. So it's basically an amazing race type situation. Mm-hmm. It's- Which it kind of seems all for naught because they've kind of been just like doing this forever. So like, can't they just keep doing it forever? Like, I don't understand what the big deal is. I agree. I think they should all just agree to not do that. Yeah. Plus they were like, there's barely any werewolves left. Yeah, so, so I think they're at an advantage, but I guess I don't know. I mean, you I feel like you get bored after a thousand years. So like they need a little task. Catherine flashes back to 1492 and she's still stuck in the house where Rose put her because they're waiting for nightfall so that they can go return her to Klaus. Mm-hmm. Um she literally stabs herself because she would rather die than go back to Klaus and have them use her for like a dumb curse. Mm-hmm. Rose is pissed. She force feeds her her blood to heal her. Um, Trevor shows up. Rose is like, what the fuck, Trevor? Also, I'm sorry, were people named Trevor in 1492? We literally was going to say that Trevor that doesn't know. Is- There's no way that name existed before like 1980. <laughs> like there's like just simply 2000. no way. Trevor, yeah, no. Trevor. Like I'm sorry, my guy was getting like leeches on his skin when yeah. he was sick, and they're calling him Trevor. He was wearing bloomers, my guy, <laughs> going in an outhouse, and you're gonna call him Trevor. <laughs> my guy was dying of smallpox at age of 14. <laughs> We're calling him Trevor. Are you kidding? Are you literally kidding me? No. Um, but yeah, Trevor shows up and Rose is like, you are so stupid. Why is she here? Klaus is going to be pissed. She's a fugitive. And Trevor's like, I love her, which we've seen this before. Everyone loves Catherine. She's just so skinny and hot. Like, she I get so it. skinny and hot. Um, but and- Rose is looking like a mighty snack right now, in my opinion. <laughs> I think 1492 really suits her. But it, it kind of suits all the women. I really want to be in a fucking hoop skirt, too. I would love to die from childbirth. Oh, my God. I literally want to be strapped the fuck into a corset. <laughs> okay, but same. We need to figure out the Renaissance Festival situation. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we're we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Rose is trying to talk sense into him. She's like, no, you don't love her. You're stupid. She's literally just hot. <laughs> um, and Catherine runs out the door. And I'm so sorry. Who wrote this Wikipedia synopsis? Oh, my God. I underlined it, girl. <laughs> I underlined it, too. Katarina gets the opportunity and suicides is who is what it's written as in the Wikipedia synopsis. And suicide. She suicides. Never heard it put <laughs> like that, but all right, rolling with it. Bro, bro, I'm gonna suicide. Wait, don't say that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Um, trigger warning. And no, but listen, like she the suicides. way, dude, she fastens that noose so damn quick. I'm so confused by that. Yeah, she literally hangs herself like. I'm sorry, wouldn't, like, I feel like that would take me, like, an hour to figure out how to hang myself. Yeah, at and least. they didn't have a YouTube tutorial back then. <laughs> 4chan did not exist <laughs> You could not, you could not call the suicide hotline before this time. No, I mean, it's really, 
it's really insane the way that she tied that noose that quick. Maybe because there was like not like fucking handguns. Wait, sorry, this is getting really dark. This is getting like, so dark. <laughs> but like, you know, like you just had to you had to be really quick with your with your noose not tying, maybe. I, I don't guess. know. Maybe she was in the Navy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she like She was yeah, in ROTC. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only explanation it's the only ex- when someone can tie a knot i'm like rotc for sure for sure for sure um but um, anyway so this because she had rose's blood in her and she just died uh it triggers her transformation to a vampire um and because now she's a vampire not immortal her blood is useless to klaus which isn't explained but like just accept it you know it's just like if you're smart you get it and if you're not you don't and that's that on that yeah um she wakes up later as a vampire and rose and trevor are pretty pissed rose tries to stake her but she runs away um she's a fast little fucker isn't she? yeah she is good lord um she runs away and has basically been running ever since um and back in the present elena's like oh my god you suicided <laughs> and Catherine's like yeah like i didn't want to be sacrificed which girly has been through enough she's a fighter baby like yeah no she is um elena's like boss. all mad she they hate to see a girl boss winning that's for literally. sure that's the whole plot of Catherine. no like, they literally just hate, you hate to see a girl boss winning like i'm sorry she's smarter than all of you like, like she people keep trying to kill her or fucking fug her but she just keeps persevering people keep trying to fucking fug her <laughs> and she <laughs> keeps persevering she does um but yeah elena's like oh my god i can't believe you would do that to rose and trevor like literally their lives have been ruined like they've been running from klaus because of you and she's like i don't give a fuck she's like it's a dog eat dog world you idiot like i'm looking out for myself and you should be too and like if i don't look out for myself who would and honestly literally you hate to see a girl boss winning like she's She's building her empire. She's building her fucking empire. <laughs> Leave her be. But it is kind of nice to see Elena just get totally humbled by Catherine. Because Elena is so dumb sometimes. And, like, no, doesn't look is. out for herself. Like, she expects everyone will do it for her. Yeah. Like, that's true. not how the world works, sister. Sorry, honey. Elena's like, okay, so did you come back here to give the Moonstone to Klaus? Or to, like, give something to Klaus. And Catherine's like, sort of. And then Elena works it out. And basically, in order to break the curse, it seems as though you need a doppelganger. So, Elena, Mm -hmm. a vampire, a werewolf, which Mason died, but she turned Tyler. So, Tyler, a witch, Bonnie, and the Moonstone. So Catherine was just, like, collecting all of these things to essentially, like, trade to Klaus for her freedom, which you hate to see a girl boss winning. That is very smart. Back at the Salvatore house, Mm. Damon is asking Rose how they could get in touch with Klaus, which why... Why is he trying to get in touch with Klaus? 
I can be like, what the fuck, dude? Please leave my girl alone. Literally leave her alone. (laughs) It's like, please stop. Stop it. Um, Rose is like, okay, basically, I got in touch with Klaus um, by getting in touch with Elijah via this guy named Slater. Slater. (laughs) I love these names. Slater and Trevor. Like, this is literally just like a minor league skateboarding <laughs> competition roster. Wait, like, I don't know what's going on. Man. No, it is. Um, and so Damon's like, okay, word, let's go get Slater. Um, and so they go. I fucking love this part. It's so funny. They go and meet him at a cafe in Richmond that he owns. He literally is the most portland ass looking man mm-hmm. he owns a vampire friendly coffee shop which like the windows don't let in sunlight or whatever he literally looks like zed <laughs> and his name is slater mm-hmm. it's so funny and so they all sit down and are like drinking coffee together in this like hip looking coffee shop mm-hmm. um and it turns out that slater has literally been in college his like entire immortal life yeah he has hella degrees he has like four phds it's so Um, funny yeah and damon's like why dude and he's like literally dude why not he's like tell me a better way to live my eternity and i will change my ways but until then i'm gonna be fucking educated i'm like how like i hugely respect that i think that's like a cool way to spend it wait what's like his wait how does he pay for it though not to get like real but like is he just going into so much debt and then being like whatevs no i feel like vampires just like compel people to literally give them a shit ton uh, of money like they're all like kind of rich and can do whatever don't you think i was that's i don't think he's in student debt because i was like he has a coffee shop like he can't be making that much money <laughs> phds are expensive you're like what's the profit margin <laughs> i've um, crunched the numbers and this doesn't add up this does not add up but yeah they are talking with slater and they're like so how do you get in touch with elijah and he's like i actually get in touch with elijah through craigslist <laughs> yeah he says he just like <laughs> reaches out and like someone knows someone that knows someone that knows someone that knows um elijah 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 has a craigslist do you think he's like buying undies on there he's probably buying like like vintage pokemon cards yeah what is he selling them i don't know um we're just two girls we don't know about that i literally don't know what pokemon (laughs) is true like truly i wish i did but um yeah then i'd finally have something to talk to men about yeah but they're like chatting about that um, and elijah is secretly listening to them the whole time outside mm-hmm. of the coffee shop and he has like he do this, be alive he do be fucking alive we knew that no one else knew that um and elijah has this handful of change and he's like jiggling it around um and then he throws the change at the cafe's window and it shatters the glass aka the glass protecting the vampires from the widow's son and they all run away slater runs away damon 
courageously saves Rose and takes her out of the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, he throws and her. And then Rose like, is really mad. Yeah, he like chucks her in the car and she's like crying and her skin is burning and shit. And he's like, who would do that? And she's like, it's obviously Klaus. Like he's here and he's going to kill us all. And she's like sobbing and shit. And I just, I don't really understand why she's so upset about dying. Like it's been 400 years. I'd be thrilled to die. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, like I did my thing. I I hear you. Yeah. Like I literally be out of there, but I don't know. I guess she wants to be alone. Meanwhile, Stefan figures out where Elena is because Caroline fucked up. Yeah. And he gets to the tomb and Elena's like kind of wrapping up her conversation with Catherine. And he's like, dude, whatever Catherine told you is a fucking lie because she's a liar and blah, blah, blah. I'll do anything I can to protect you. And Catherine's like, you literally can't do anything. Elena's a doppelganger. She's doomed. And Klaus sucks. She tells him that she finally went home after she ran away back to mm-hmm. Bulgaria and she gets to her house and finds that Klaus has killed literally her entire family. Which yikes. I mean, that was really tough. We see some incredible acting from Nina Dobrev. Yes. She's crying. She do be crying. She was crying. And that's like really fucking sad. So it gives you a little bit more of a humanist approach to Catherine. And it shows that she literally is. She's just a fucking survivor. Like, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Like hunted her whole life. And she's basically like, Klaus can do the same to you. He can kill your friends. He can kill your family. Mm -hmm. Like he's unstoppable, blah, blah, blah. Um, also total side note, but Stefan is wearing a cardigan. Mm-hmm. Oh, wrong to not include that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Stefan's like, you're just like a spiteful bitch, which very exciting to hear Stefan say about. Words. Yeah. He really likes to throw around the B word, doesn't he? He calls Only women, Catherine really. He calls Catherine a bitch every episode. Does he really? I thought that was Damon. Oh, maybe it was Damon. One and the same. Like, brother, yeah, like, brother. True. Um, And Catherine says, well, I can give you the moonstone. And she, like, pulls it out and is, like... Out of her ass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Call back. I forgot about that. Yeah, she pulls it out of her asshole. Um, it's the only thing keeping her busy and her like mm-hmm. inevitable desiccation in the tomb. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, I could give you this and you could give it to Klaus, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he's like, oh, that's really interesting because you're probably just going to trade it for your freedom. To which she says, oh, it's really interesting because actually when Klaus comes, he's going to kill every last one of you and I'm going to be the safest vampire in town because he can't come into the tomb because he'll get trapped. Yeah. So listen, <laughs> lest we have to say it again, you hate to see a girl boss winning. Once again, Catherine comes out on top, even from like, the fucking tomb where she's desiccating. And I yeah. think that's beautiful. And like, I know she's literally literally fighting for her life right now. Like, she's desiccating. She's mid-desiccation. She did just take the moonstone out of her butt. She did take the moonstone out of her booty. And it's like, she's like, but listen, 
you know, glass always half full. Like she's a she's a optimist, I would say. She is. And she's like, Y'all are gonna die and I'll live another, you know, thousand years. I'll find a way. And I love that. And hell yeah, and we love that for her. And she's so hot. Did we mention that? And she's very hot. Like yeah. her smoky eyes persevering even during her desk. It is, it is. And it and it looks really good. Okay, Damon and Rose get back to the Salvatore house and they're a little bit shell shocked. Yeah. After everything. A little traumatized. And what do you do when you're a little bit traumatized? You schmang. You schmang. Yeah. It's a really healthy way of coping with that. I think everyone would agree with us. Yeah. So Damon um, and Rose do have sex, which honestly is so hot. I w- they don't really show it. They I don't just, like, at all, but I just know that both of those people are objectively hot, so I can only imagine. Yeah. You know that they're going to fuck because she's wearing a lace cami mm-hmm. and drinking a glass of bourbon, and I feel like... Very telling. I don't know. I think it's kind of hard to wear a lace cami and drink a glass of bourbon and not have sex with the vampire Asking across the room. It. for you. Yeah, not to fix something. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, they literally have sex on the floor, like on the nice Persian rug. Ugh, I don't know. To each their own. Like, I'm not going to yuck someone's yum, but like, I prefer, I prefer like a nice bed with some pillows and... And not a rug. And not a rug. Yeah. So they're like laying on the floor or whatever. And um, Slater calls Rose... And he says, just so you know, if you want to destroy the curse, you have to get the moonstone and a witch. Mm-hmm. And she's like, mm, okay. And he hangs up the phone and you see Elijah compelling him to say those things to Rose, which is super interesting because um, this shows us that originals can compel other vampires. Mm-hmm. And then he also compels Slater to stake himself, which was really sad because I liked him. I did too. He was cute. Like, fuck the originals. I want an entire spinoff about Slater. Yeah. Um. So Slater's dead. He's dead. And the episode ends with Elijah, like, looking at him dead on the floor. And Jonas, who is Luca's dad, mm-hmm. the warlock, mm-hmm. entering the room and being like, was it really necessary to kill him? And Elijah's like, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So Jonas is in on this, which I was like kind of excited to have another witch family in the gang, but he's bad. So yeah, that's the end. That's the end. Like we said before, please rate us on Apple Podcasts. Please, literally, please, you guys. This is my only source of income and I'm struggling. um yeah tell your friends to listen or not i don't know um yeah love you so much love you and see you next time bye bye mystic balls